Where'd all that enthusiasm go well, there, bud? I, I feel maybe we peaked at 69. Blew, blew your wad a little early. Yeah. During the 69. Now we've got that refractral from the Shames recovery period. Okay, well, you know, 10 seconds into this episode, we're already talking about <laughs> Shames. I was like, maybe this will be the episode where we come across as mature and worldly, I and think, then you drop a Shames. I think episode 70 isn't where we surprise everybody with our intelligence. <laughs> I think we've built a brand on dick jokes and immature humor that we should deliver. 69ing each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not anymore. That's for the days of yesteryear. Until until we hit episode 169 and then we can do it all hey, over again. Hey, something to look forward to. Hey. You're listening to episode 70 of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that make people <laughs> mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. Uh, I'm Derek Bolin. I'm Dale DeRuder. We are your co-hosts. Do you want to hear something that might be more awkward than... Shame jizz? Yeah. Should I cover the microphone and you can just whisper it in my ear? Sure. Okay. It's the PETA... Anti-speciesism's saying. Oh, you want to lead off with that? Yeah. Okay. Because it's super awkward. Okay. So, Derek, you know how PETA hates when you, I guess... Do anything fun or enjoy stuff? Yeah. So now they have gone beyond the act of defending animals from your physical attacks. And now they've come after your colloquialisms, or what they call speciesism, which I don't think they understand what that means because that would imply you are being a bigot towards one species as a species as opposed to another. So anyways, you know that term, kill two birds with one stone? It's pretty commonplace. Everybody uses it. Yeah, I particularly use it when I'm murdering birds because it's with rocks. It's a more efficient way to do things. You know, we've actually done that. Funniest story uh, in high school. Yeah, was this? Were we in the same high school when this happened? I don't know. There were always these fucking shitty seagulls. Yeah, that would hang around the field when kids were eating their lunch because they're shitty. Well, I was gonna say vultures, but they're actually seagulls. Yeah. But they act like vultures in that they just hover around waiting for food and they're the most obnoxious animals on earth. Yeah. Uh, there was a kid who, like, just picked up a rock and threw it at a seagull yeah. to, like, scare it away. And he hit a seagull and killed it. <laughs> the bird <laughs> died. This is like a kid in junior high. Yeah. Murdered a bird with a rock. Yeah. And people lost their fucking minds over it. It's still like the funniest thing <laughs> to this day. That kid's probably like just like alone somewhere, like unable to interact with humans or love yeah. another person because he knows that someday he could murder them simply by like throwing <laughs> throwing something He's, at them. I just wanted to scare it. Just like huddled just in the Just like, corner. yeah. Guess what, buddy? You can't have kids because... The most efficient way to parent is through scaring your children. Yeah. Uh, and if you do that too effectively, you could also kill them. And then you're not a good parent anymore. Or you you're, could also you're scar bad, them for life. You're so a bad parent. Ah! You're like, you're not really trying to not scar your kids for life because that'll happen anyway. So you're just kind of, I guess, getting like those, like, you know, when you get a scar, but it's kind of sexy because it makes you look a bit dangerous. Yeah. So you're trying to give your kid those type of scars, like just enough emotional, like disturbedness so that he's like aloof and attractive to girls. Yeah. As opposed to like 
the guy who on purpose kills animals with rocks. The, exactly. The the goal, the only goal of parenting is to scar your kids in ways that might potentially yield positive results or at the very least just result in him hosting a podcast with his idiot friend yeah. where they joke about 60 dining each other or talk about fucking monkeys for an entire episode. So, Alan Sue Mission accomplished, and uh, Brenda, good job as well, because <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> you do did you, it. Do you ever think, like, how old's Noah, like four, turning five? He will be five, yes, in two Do you weeks. ever think, like, in about 13 years, which would be 18, would be a good age to start having sex? I'm only saying that because that's how old I was. Wait, is that what you think? Kids... I just kids want, these days. I just wanted to not be depressing that I had to wait till I was eighteen to have sex. I mean, so okay. I'm inventing that that's a totally normal age so to have sex. It was depressing for you when, like, the normal age for having sex was like what, fifteen or sixteen? Yeah. Now it's like eleven. No. It's got yeah. It's one hundred percent eleven. What are they like working in factories again? Sex factories. <laughs> Why yes. are they having <laughs> sex so young? So, anyways, my point is. Do you ever be like think to yourself like what can I do to my kid? Man, should not have googled that. To make him able to get laid in thirteen years. Uh, I just googled when do kids have sex. Oh and my then I god! Was like that's going to serve up some interesting Google ads. Probably wow. put me on a watch list somewhere. What's what's the Canadian version of FBI CSIS? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna get a knock on the door from CSIS, which, no offense, the uh, governing body of Canada, CSIS is a little uh, less intimidating than the FBI. Yeah, they probably just show up and like give you a warm handshake and be like, "Oh, <laughs> don't go doing that again, sir." Hey, sorry don't. you used your computer wrong. <laughs> hey, sorry <laughs> you, you uh, took your work computer and uh, googled child sex on it. Uh, you sorry, you're fired, eh? Shouldn't do that, eh? <laughs> Hey, CSIS is hiring if you, yeah. if you want a job, eh? Uh, yes. The, yeah, I mean, hopefully the only thing I can do is lead by example. Yeah. So if I want Noah to have sex in 13 or 14 years, yeah. I have to show him all this. Wait, that took a weird turn. Yeah. I don't want to like, actually show I'm like, him. I know where you want to go with this punchline, but in this day and age, there's no healthy... Or respectable place to go with it. Yeah. I mean, you could joke about making him watch you have sex so he knows how to No, nope, I'm not going to. But, yeah, there's there's no recovery. Also, I can't even joke about that because I, I don't know how to have the sex itself. Uh, I know how to get to the point where the sex is had. Yeah. But once, like, the actual act of sex having. Yeah. Oh, good luck, buddy. What goes where? I don't know how to do well, this. Now I'm crying. Why? <laughs> so that time you had a child was just like a one-off. Like uh, I prefer to think of it as immaculate conception. Yeah. He was born Christmas Day, so Yay. there are some Jesus parallels there. Oh, my God. What if your kid is actually the second coming of Christ? That would fucking rule. I would. I could be like, yo, conjure me some bags of money here, but yeah. Jesus was a magician or wizard. He's like, right? would you like a <laughs> loaf of bread and fish? No. No more fish. Money. Money, motherfucker. I will use the money to buy some fish. Yeah. Give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, but give him bags of money and he can buy lots of fish and eat for a long time. Speaking of fish, do you want to go? We totally derailed there. You know what that kid (laughs) at your junior high should have did instead of killing a bird with a stone? He should have fed two birds with one scone. 
And this, by the way, this is Peta's Peta? 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 Whatever. Fuck them. This is their suggested. Uh, yeah. They want to get rid of these colloquialisms and replace them with these totally fucking hokey things. Like, it sounds like they, like, found the world's, like, most crock-wearing dad. Yeah. And were like, hey, <laughs> interpret these yeah. in a non-offensive way that's and friendly to animals. The best part is they, these didn't take, like, five seconds. You know that crock-wearing dad, like had some serious brain heat going on over these. Well, they probably paid a copywriter like six figures to come up with these things. Mm. And they only ended up coming up with five, so I'm just going to read the rest, and then we'll talk about those. Yeah, let's do it. Maybe not get into children having sex with every one. (laughs) I feel like... I think we've hit our quota for the child sex comments. So, you know the term, be the guinea pig... Kind of like to, yeah, to like, let's awkwardly, I don't, I don't think I've ever said to someone, you should be the guinea pig. No, it's like you're a guinea pig for You are a guinea pig. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they say, be the test tube, which. That's offensive to test tubes. But just. What about kids who are made in like test tube fertilization? Test tube babies. Yeah. Bam. That's offensive. It is very offensive to call them test tube babies too, I think. Is that a term that people have used past 1982? I don't know. I'd Google it, but again, <laughs> don't want that. Oh, out. yeah. Okay, another one, beat a dead horse. They want to change it to don't feed a fed horse. Thanks, PETA. You can go home now. That one sucks. Feed a fed horse. I mean, it does make sense in the context of, like, if you're beating a dead horse, the horse is already dead, so you don't have to beat it anymore. Yeah. If a horse is already fed, yeah. why would you keep feeding it? Exactly. How about, best of both worlds, don't feed a dead horse? Hmm? Mm. I like it, because the horse is still dead, yeah. and there's still food involved. And it's less awkward. Everyone wins. Than using the past tense of a word. Yeah. And then, uh... Bring home the bacon. Bring home the bagels. That's fucking, that's shitty. What if you're gluten intolerant? Yeah, which apparently affects a disproportionate, judging from the amount of people who claim to have gluten sensitivity, which is not even a real thing. And judging by the internet, there's a fiercely vocal group of anti-Semites that probably don't eat bagels. Yep. Wait, is saying bagels are... A Jewish thing. I think no. It's it's Jewish food. Yeah, it is Jewish food. But is saying stuff that's true is that one of those instances where that's going to get us in trouble? No. Are people going to stop listening to us because we infer that bagels are Jewish? Buddy, if people haven't stopped listening to us by now, (laughs) they're not going to leave over that. (laughs) They're like, (laughs) they're like grain foods. Final straw. I'm out. And then the next last one is take the bull by the horns or take the flower by the horns. Okay, this is where they lost me because this one makes zero fucking sense. You're grabbing a bull by the horns so that it can't gore you, right? Yeah. You're just like. You're you're, tackling things head on. You're taking the most. Yeah. Whereas you're taking a flower by the thorns. So basically just roses. Like not all flowers have thorns. I'm a scientist, and I know this. It's true. He is fact. flower scientist Dale DeRuiter. Yeah. It's on his so business card. There, yeah. This saying is easily the dumbest. Even though I like flowers, saying 
So you're, you're like, they're like, pick that flower like an idiot. Instead of tackling a hard thing head on just to get it done with, they're like, yeah, do it the dumbest way possible and then hurt yourself. Also, uh, if you grab a bull by the horns, that bull isn't going to die unless it's a very dainty bull. Yeah. But taking a flower by the thorns, you're probably like ripping out that flower. Yeah. You're killing a plant. Mm. We're okay with that now? Yeah, We're okay with plant murder? You know, if you were PETA, wouldn't you want to encourage people to, like, grab bulls by the horns because they'll just die because they'll get trampled and murdered by said bull, and then that bull won't have any problems with humans anymore because the human will be dead, right? Yeah. Come on, PETA. Bulletproof logic. So... Yeah, in uh, in closing, PETA sucks. Yeah, and PETA's dumb, and they haven't had a good idea in ever. Oh, you know what else they want? I heard this. I haven't looked this up or researched this. Surprise, surprise. Dale didn't research something. So you know that video of uh, Boston Dynamics? Like, they always have those scary robot videos. Yes. In one of them. Oh, the ro- they had the dog one, yeah, and the dog was it. exactly from uh, the dog from... Uh, that episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. They had the robo-dogs. I was and, like, uh, why are you making this a reality? And PETA was like, we shouldn't kick robot dogs. I don't know if that's a joke that somebody just said on the internet, but judging by PETA, I could see them getting offended at kicking robot dogs. Yeah, because they're morons with shipper brains, and they have nothing better to do than take your donation money and use it to invent these fake controversies no one's going to say any of this shit ever. If I ever meet a person who says any of those instead, my first reaction will be like, I'm sorry, because I'll think I slightly misheard them. Because <laughs> yeah. they all rhyme exactly. Yeah. And then, once they clarify, I will kick the closest animal to me just to make up for it. Too far? Not far enough? Derek, I think that's feeding a fed horse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. All right. I was just going to say, you know, you're just urging me to use these even more. But I'll probably forget them because they're dumb. Yeah, they're they're fucking moronic. Don't ever. Yeah. The only way I'll use them is ironically. And then knowing me, I'll use them ironically so much that I'll actually start to like them. And then I'll use them still. And I'll just be like, dad in New Balance shoes, uncool. And I'll be like, no, it's, I mean it as a joke. And people are like, no, it's it's too late. You're just that guy now. Are New Balance shoes uncool? Yeah. The white ones. They're like peak dad shoes. Remember that movie with uh, Steve Carell and oh, that young, hot, blonde guy, Canadian from Breaker High? Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He was in that movie. Oh, the one where he's like the dating coach or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Steve Carell was wearing white New Balance shoes in that. Like, not like, I'm not talking like actual made to run in New Balance shoes because I own those and I'm obviously not uncool. I mean, like, the white walking New Balance shoes. Did you just get vape juice? Uh, yeah, in my All mouth. All in your mouth? All in my mouth. Ugh. Oh, you're supposed to get stuff in your mouth? Last episode, I thought we were over that. Rimshot. Rimshot. Speaking of inappropriate advances being made (laughs) (laughs) inside a household, uh, we touched on this topic uh, last week. 
I'm surprised anybody's talking about this because I feel like we put this up, this issue to bed. So we we talked about it because it, at the time it was one radio station in Cleveland mm-hmm. had decided that they were not going to play Baby It's Cold Outside yeah. anymore. And then, so we recorded our episode and then the next day, because we're fucking trendsetters yeah. and tons of people listen to the episode, yeah. all these radio program directors were like, Fuck. Now I care about this too, which is kind of, I'm going to say, not the intended effect of this podcast. The intended effect of this podcast is to make you care less about things, unless those things are how fucking stupid PETA is. Yeah. PETA, shove it. Uh, So now all of a sudden, it's all I've seen on Facebook for the past week is people like flipping their shit over this fucking Christmas song that like. Why? Why do we care? I think the disturbing thing to me, like I put this on Facebook, I was like, the thing I'm most surprised about is how many people don't know what date rape is. It's like, oh yeah, the song was written in the 40s, so it's okay to like coerce a woman with alcohol and threatening to strand her so she can't get home just so she stays over and has sex with you. But that was written in the 40s. Ha ha ha, they're just flirting. It's like... No. Do you know what else it was cool to do in the 40s? Lots of demean black people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I was, I was whoa. <laughs> it's like, historically accurate. Things that were cool in the 40s. Segregation. Yeah. Blackface. Yeah. Cars without seatbelts. Keep going. Uh, that shit that gives you cancer that they had in walls. Asbestos. Asbestos. Yeah. Asbestos. Uh, nuking all the ditches with DDT. Yeah. Uh, radioactive paint, lead paint. Yeah. Uh, ripping up hardwood and putting in carpets. Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Basically, everybody who likes this song and is defending it are saying they're the type of people that would put carpet over hardwood. Smoking cigarettes? Super cool in the 40s. That's still cool. True. It's so never cool. Lose, never lose it. Now war. you for sure will die if you do it. So people are like, that guy just doesn't care. He's for sure gonna die and he's still smoking. What a rebel. Because back so then so turned on. Back then, they would be like, smoking's bad for you. People would be like, ah, there's no proof of that. And then like half the population died, and now we know smoking's bad for you. It only took a couple hundred thousand deaths. Yeah. Whatever. Small price to pay. They were all old anyway. Yeah. Like what? Get cancer when you're 60? Yeah, you had what a good, you you had a good run, buddy. Leave some space for the rest of what us. What were you going to do? Live 20 more years? Yeah. Go on Facebook and bitch about how you can't listen to the Christmas song on the radio. A couple things here. Uh, okay, so I don't think we provide any backstory. Baby It's Cold Outside has been removed from a bunch of radio stations. Uh, so, and people are legitimately mad. I don't know why they're mad, because this song plays for like a month every year. Yeah. You might hear it like... Okay, so look at, at your collective experience. Yeah. How many hours a day do you spend listening? Actually, you're a bad, because you work in a welding shop. Yeah, and we listen to the radio. Yeah. So, so the, I was well, going to be like. Not my new shop. My new shop is radio free because my my the owner of the company is kind of an eccentric. So if you listen to radio, he like flips out. So it's just like everybody just For working real? in silence. Yeah, I listen to my headphones, which I'm not supposed to do. That seems like it would be a safety like oh, a safety it is. Concern. That's why I'm not supposed to. Like, the safety guy's like, 
only one earbud in at a time. And I'm like, okay, guy, put the other one back in. And I'm like, it's okay because I'm listening to Joe Rogan and learning shit. So, oh, like how to be an alt right dickhead. He's not alt right. Anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, how many people are getting disproportionately upset about this mm-hmm. song on either side of it? Because yeah. you might spend, let's say, your commute to work is an hour. Yeah. And let's say your commute home is also an hour. So that's yeah. two hours. And let's say you're one of the few people who doesn't know that Spotify exists yeah. or that you can build playlists on your phone. Yeah. So you listen to the radio, I guess. Gross. Or you don't know that podcasts like this fucking fantastic one exist. So you listen to the radio. Yeah. And then over the course of that two hours a day, how many times... Is baby, it's cold outside gonna come on? Maybe like once a week, unless you listen to the Christmas music channel. That valid point. Which it might come up like twice in a week. Yeah, and then how many times have you ever had a Christmas song come on and have you be like, fuck yeah, I love this track? Ever. No. Ever. Well, in your life. Like, came on the radio or, like, an 8-bit version of a Christmas no, song? No, like, came happened. on the radio. Yeah, like no. Like, the original. Never, ever. There's one song that can get two two songs. Yeah. That can get that reaction from me. What? Baby, It's Cold Outside? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's just because I love date rape, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 fuck. Do they know it's Christmas? Ew. Oh, so good. What? So good. Oh, no, wait. No, that's a good one. I'm thinking of the other John Lennon one with like that always oh, no. on the UNICEF uh, commercials. The that is worse than Baby It's Cold Outside. What is that one? Uh, do they know it's Christmas? No. No. Do they know it's Christmas? So this is Christmas. Yes. That oh, fuck that song. Awful. That song is the awful. Worst. Uh, so do they know it's Christmas? Which yeah. was the what? What were they called? Band Aid or something? That was like all the superstars that got Wait, together and sang. Band Aid, the one that did it for AIDS. Was do they know it was Christmas? Because they did two. They did... Band-Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? And they did... Oh, there's Band-Aid and Live-Aid. Right. So okay. Band-Aid... Yeah. Was with all the, the 80s stars, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, and then Boney M... Uh, Mary's... Uh, what is it? Mary's Boy Child? Wait. What the fuck? You know the name of a Boney M song? Mary's Boy Child. God Al- damn. What did you do to your son that he knows who Boney M is? Oh, this was so. This is one hundred percent from my dad because my dad like <laughs> yeah, had, I think so. This was the Christmas album in our household. Yeah, and it's like, have you heard it before? Have I never made you listen to Boney M's Christmas? No. Oh, dude, it's like a banging disco Christmas. It is. Uh, it's oh, well, I would. I know what I'm picking for my song when we go to break here. But, I would uh, sure be the test tube for that, Derek. <laughs> now I have to punch an animal. Thanks, Dale. Thanks. Um, so people who are getting upset about that, I understand why people would want it removed, I guess. I know why. I get why you, you shouldn't have that song. It's like old racist cartoons. Yeah, they made them way back, like old racist Disney cartoons. Yeah, get rid of them. I know why people don't want this to be taken off the air, though. Because they don't want to admit that their fathers were date rapists. Because they're like... This is just how everyone did it back then, though. You, like, yeah. brought a girl over, and then you invented a bunch of reasons she couldn't go home, and yeah. then you gave her a bunch of booze, and then you had sex with her. Yeah. It was the 40s. And 
then people were like, yeah, we can't keep fucking doing this, guys. This is actually really bad. And everybody was like, oh, fine. And it took like 70 years. And now we only once in a while, guys will date rape. Those, those guys are like, at least it's immortalized in song. So I can yeah. re- relive those memories. And that's the thing. Like, this is going to make me sound like a terrible, like, SJW. Yep. But think this of, is like, You're actually taking a surprisingly liberal, given, like, every other topic we've discussed yeah. on this. And you, like... You came out swinging in defense of Louis C.K. and you were like, who among us hasn't jerked off in front of an unwilling woman? (laughs) Yeah, but he he probably gave them a ride home afterward. (laughs) No, my point is this. You have, say, like, little Noah ready to have sex at what, age 17? Sure. He's, He's been on Facebook. He's seen how many people defend this song. Yes. And I was like, what's this song about? And he listens to it and he's like... I can give women alcohol to have sex with them, and that's okay because everybody on Facebook says it is. I mean, to be fair, everyone on Facebook does say that anyways. Yeah. It's like 99% of the reason alcohol is popular. (laughs) Clarification. Because. Girls give themselves alcohol so that they can lose their inhibitions. That's a completely different thing. Like, if a girl goes to a bar and she's like, I want to get laid tonight, I'm going to drink, that's awesome because that's her expressing her free will and empowering herself. But if a girl's like, eh, I don't think I should have sex with you, and then a guy's like, how about some alcohol? Okay, what about this? How about if a girl is just like, oh, I want to go drink alcohol and have, like, fun and cut loose and lose my inhibitions. Yeah. But doesn't actually want to have sex. But then she drinks too much and then she ends up making bad decisions and having sex. And then she hates herself in the morning, which is something I bet happens all the time. Well, that's her. Even problem. though in the moment she's yeah. into it. Well, that wasn't a guy giving her alcohol with predatory intentions. There's a whole different thing. What if he's just giving her alcohol to, you know, get her to have fun? Yeah. What no, if he's just should, a concerned citizen? Even if she drank the alcohol herself and she goes, I'm wasted. Let's have sex. You go, no, you're too That's drunk. Actually, that is actually day rape now. You're too drunk. We can't have sex. If you have sex with a girl mm-hmm. who... That's day rape now. It was probably always day rape, but at it least they're, they're just classifying it that way now. Yeah. Um, if yeah, if a girl drinks too much alcohol and, and she's not of sound mind to like consent to having sex yeah. with you, even There's, if she says yes and she's fucking like balls to the wall drunk, yeah. That I would say that's that's definitely on the wrong side of creepy for sure. Yeah. The, yeah, like plus you don't want to have sex with anybody who's sloppy drunk anyway, because they'll puke in your bed. Another funny story there. <laughs> well, this better not be the same kid from junior high. No, this isn't my – this is a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend. I'll tell you who after because now he is happily married and has a beautiful newborn baby. Okay. <laughs> um, we went to – what was it? It was the last time I was single before this time and we went out drinking with some friends mm-hmm. and our couple – our, our friends who are a couple, probably the most successful couple I know personally, brought uh, they brought a girl with them, and the girl was supposed to be. They were going to try and set her up with me. Yeah, there was like, and then she met you. There was, and then she said, 
I don't want to take this flower by the thorn and hook up Dale. with this other guy. So there was there was there were two <laughs> girls and one was kind of boring and yeah. one was really crazy and they were like we're going to set the crazy one up with Derek. Tough choice. And we're going to set the boring one up with the other guy because yeah. that's more his speed. Yeah, cuz he's boring and you're crazy. He's yeah, I wouldn't go that far for either of them. He's just more subdued and I'm a little more out there as a guy who's spent a lot of time watching sitcoms, <laughs> it always ends up where the crazy guy gets the boring girl and the crazy girl gets the boring so guy. So that's exactly how it went down. Yeah. So uh, the crazy girl got, like, fucking, like, insanely drunk. And uh, the the other guy takes her back to his place. Was he insanely drunk? Yeah, he's pretty drunk. Yeah. Uh, and next morning, we're like, hey... How did I, for the record, I struck out with the boring girl. I did not take the boring girl home. So, yeah, we all had to hear that part of the story. <laughs> Nobody cares about it, Derek. Get to the puke. Uh, yeah, next next morning, we like text him. We're like, hey, how's it going? He's like, oh, you know, I just spent like the last fucking two hours doing laundry and cleaning puke like out of my bed and uh, oh. all over my apartment. And oh, apparently, no. last night during. Last night, the night before, yeah. during sex, uh, this girl just erupted like a volcano and oh, started no. barfing everywhere. Oh, no. And, uh, uh, yeah, in the, like. That is definitely. I mean, it kept going. But it was. Not how you uh, want to bring home the bagels. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. But if you come back, we're going to talk about more dumb shit that made people mad online this week. Sure are. You want to talk about genitals? Always. How about Auntie's delicious spotted dick? Okay, so uh, Dale's lovely girlfriend, Andrea, will occasionally send us weird and or hilariously named foodstuffs to try. Uh, What have we done before? Haggis? I think it was just haggis. There was haggis. There was something else that I actually didn't enjoy at all. Uh, and this time she has sent us spotted dick, uh, spotted dick and steamed puds, which like, come on, British people. <laughs> yeah. One of those is hilarious enough on its own. Yeah. Now you're just trying to make dick jokes. And the brand name is Auntie's and it says Auntie's delicious spotted dick, which is part of her steaming puds line, which I think is short for steaming pudding. Because you nuke it for 30 seconds. Oh, steaming puds. But steaming puds, <laughs> it's what it says. Like, I read that and I was like, what? It's, it's a little too on the nose. Uh, or on the dick? Yeah. Huh? And I think yeah? the spotted dick is a clue as to why British people have terrible teeth. We're, we're going to eat it. Uh, oh, also, for the uh, another clue is, uh, have you had, like, British chocolates before? No, why? They have rocks in them? No, they have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. They eat a bunch of sugar and then chew rocks. Uh, no, it's like, they've got to be, like, ten times 
sweeter than, oh, yeah. than candy over here. Like this stuff, this spotted dick, the one we have the old is nutritional info on this guy. 47 grams, 36.5 of which are sugar, inverted sugar syrup, which I don't know if you're a sugar syrup scientist, but that's like the worst type of sugar is inverted. I don't know, because there's, like, sh- types of sugar that are worse than others. Like, remember when you were a kid and sugar was sugar and it was all bad and you weren't supposed to eat too much of it? Now, no, I like, grew up in the 80s where it was like, fucking have all the sugar you want, you little shithead. I wish your parents would have talked to my parents, because it'd be like, can we have this cereal? They'd be like, there's too much sugar in that. You can't have that. Which I think was them thinly veiled being like, we're too cheap to buy you good cereal. Yeah, here. And we're going to have your brick of oat bread or yeah. whatever the fuck. You know what's good for you? Cornflakes. <laughs> that's what's good. Well, I don't know, Mom. Cornflakes are pretty shitty. Well, that's what you're getting. Cornflakes are actually not. Shut your mouth. They're not. I mean, as far as the, like, bland cereals go, there's, like. Did you ever hear why cornflakes were invented? Yeah, to, like, stave off masturbation or something. And guess what? It didn't work. <laughs> Especially with me, because I just yeah. jerked out directly into the cornflakes <laughs> box. Uh, do you want to eat? I made frosted flakes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> do you want to eat this dick? Yeah, let's eat this spotted dick. You can have first bite, because... Full gonna disclosure, eat. I already we're ate gonna, one. We're going to eat it, it on it air. was like... It's pure sugar. It's, it smells... Like sugar. It's so fucking good. Oh, it's, it's like this dick is hot. Yeah, it's some hot, so dick. hot. Oh, some piping hot dick. It's a uh, spotted dick with raisins and sultana. I don't, I don't know what sultana. Is. I thought sultana was ra- like sultana raisins. I thought that was one thing. All right. Is sultana something else? Oh, some hot. Yeah. Well, is that dick too hot for your mouth? Oh, oh you. You can't handle that dick? Maybe you took too big of a bite on the spotted dick. I took too much spotted dick. We'll do mistake. Hey, remember at the beginning of the episode when I said something about 69 and you're like, oh, you're going to hit that already? And then we just made 10 minutes worth of, of dick, dick jokes. jokes. The whole yeah. reason we're doing this, we should start a separate podcast mm-hmm. where we just eat dick-related foods. Yeah. Or actual dicks. Yeah. They're probably less delicious than the spotted dick. Right. Spotted dick, fantastic. Hilariously named. Uh, uh, big face. You see? You're burning your mouth on the dick too, bud. Dude, that putt is so steaming. <laughs> oh. This also curled tails into something else that I wanted to talk to you about. It's more of a public service announcement. Well... Not really, because public service announcements usually warn you about something. I'm going to eat more dick. Yeah, eat all the dick. Can I finish the dick? You can finish the rest of the dick. Oh, Bob. Um, That's some sweet dick. So prior to, I don't know, some date. I can't remember. I should look it up. Okay, so uh, Teflon and plastic have some PFCs that make your dick shrink. Now, what happens is... They knew for a while that PFCs would cause a pregnant woman's fetus to be born... With a tiny dick. (laughs) Yeah. That, I guess, I don't know, just didn't grow as much as other dicks. But then they found out that teenagers who eat PFCs and, like, 
It used to be like wa- like when plastic leached into water, it would give PFCs and then you get all these chemicals. But we just microwaved a plastic cup and then ate spotted dick out of it. So is my dick going to get smaller now? Yeah. Get smaller. <laughs> well, I'm like, there's not a lot of wiggle room there, buddy. Well, that's the next thing. Like, this might be what's wrong with the millennials because the study said that anyone born after 1978 is in the problematic range of having a shrinking dick. So that's like... And sorry, Dale, what year were you born? 1979. Oh, I was going to be like, this is Dale's plot. I thought you were 78. And this is your plot. Yeah. be like, oh, I made the big dick cutoff. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, 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 no. I can't lie about that, especially with all of the evidence out in the world to state the otherwise. Uh, yeah. Do you want to... Here, I'll pull up the article. Yeah. You pull up the article because... There's, like, important dates or something. Yeah, they did the study. And like, people did one study in one small town, and apparently it had results, so everybody's freaking out about it, which they should because if there's one thing to get people to freak out about on the Internet, besides a boring Christmas song, it is dick size. Yeah, oh, 100%. A threat to your dick. That's Any. anti-American. <laughs> Uh, fry pans, a new study found that a chemical commonly found on nonstick pans and fast food wrappers may have a significant impact on endowment and can result in smaller schlongs. <laughs> does it say schlongs? It does. This is the New York Post. They're not really a, a bastion of, uh, <laughs> of journalism. Still, schlong and the New York Post. Uh, PFCs are chemicals commonly used as water and oil repellents in cookware and textiles. What does PFC stand for, does it say? What? Does it say no. what PSD stands for? Also, researchers examined 383 male high school students. So some researcher was like, you know what? I want to see some teenage boy dick. <laughs> I'm going to like invent this reason the, to put together this study. And the assistant was like, all right, uh, doctor, what are you thinking? Like 25, 50, maybe 100 dicks? And the doctor's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I want to see 300 teenage boy dicks. And then the assistant was like, I quit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out. Uh, I don't actually want to see all these dicks. Participants who weren't exposed to PFCs had tall boys, which is a colloquialism for dick, apparently, in this article. Wait, what? Uh, participants who weren't exposed to PFCs had penises with an average length of 3.94 inches. Oh, I get it. Tall boys because theirs boys. didn't shrink. Compared. To small boys. No, just compared to 3.44 <laughs> inches in those who had. Uh, so half an inch shorter and. That's flaccid too. The exponential. Exposed men were also one fifth of an inch less girthy. Hmm. So, uh, I would like to counteract this by saying, if you're using a nonstick frying pan, you deserve a tiny dick. If you get a cast iron frying pan, it will actually make your dick bigger and you'll be able to cook better. Yeah. Cast iron. Fucking only way to go. And the best part about cast iron is you're not supposed to wash them. You're supposed to season them and then wipe them out so you don't wreck the seasoning of the cast iron pan. So no dishes! It's like... Man's best friend. Sorry, dogs. Cast iron's here. To stay. Yeah. Forever. 
Yeah. Like, literally, I will pass my cast iron pans down to my son. Question. And they will make his dick bigger. What a... How badly have you burned yourself on a cast iron oh, pan? Oh, the first couple <laughs> weeks I had it, I would just be like, buzz handle, there's a thing for grabbing. Yeah. And then, like, melt the shit out of your flesh. You only do that a couple times. <laughs> and you're like, stick. oh, yeah, it's the same metal as the whole pan and the whole thing heats up as a universal unit. Yeah, like, the best thing to do... Here's a quick tip on how to cook a steak for those lazy guys out there like me. So you get a frying pan, you get a cast iron frying pan, super hot, and then you sear the steak on one side for two minutes, sear it on the other side for two minutes, and then you throw it in the oven at 400 degrees for like, what, 15 to 20 minutes to cook a steak? Like the pan where you sear it and then you put it in the oven. Is oh, I, I don't even do that because I, I have my fancy sous vide machine. Oh, speaking of plastics leaching into your oh, diet. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> yeah. a good point because you're literally like boiling your meat in a plastic bag. Like I'm pretty sure that doesn't have PFCs in there because they got rid of those apparently in the 80s. But I don't know. For me, I always like sous vides. I was always like, yeah, those are cool, but I just don't feel right Boiling meat in plastic in water. That just seems like it's uh, going to cause you problems. You know what they should do? They should make like, I don't know, like a tinfoil bag or something that you could put it in instead of then boil it in. Why does it have to be plastic? Why would it be a tinfoil bag? Because then it's not plastic. How do you seal a tinfoil you bag? You roll it. With a, no, it has to be like, so the whole thing is that it has to be vacuum sealed yeah so that there's no air pockets so there are no fluctuations in temperature mm-hmm. on the inside of the container Ooh. so you get a vacuum sealed tinfoil you fucking idiot you moron you simple buffoon with shipper brains you probably could yeah i'm sure they could they could find a way astronauts do it yeah right i guess don't they I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you a space scientist, Dale? Oh, that reminds me. Uh, to be a terrible podcaster, I just wanted to make a point about the baby it's cold outside that I forgot to make before, and it's the new straws, basically. Everybody's, like, getting outraged and being like, this is my chance to show how much I care about stuff. Everything's- We're banning plastic straw. Everything's the new straw. Also, I want to say for the record, you can think date rape is bad, but also not be totally indifferent to where this song is played. Wait, what? Like, well, you can think it's bad. You can think that date rape is bad. Yeah. You can be like, hey, date rape's a bad thing. Yeah. But you don't have to care about the Christmas song being on the radio. Oh. Like, a lot yeah. of people, I think, are using this to be like, hey, if I yell about this thing really loud, they'll know that I am not a date rapist and I do not condone date raping. Yeah, they're virtue signaling. Yeah, but, but, but you can, you, I think, I think the baseline should just be like, we assume everyone thinks date rape is bad. Yeah. And, like, this song is a really dumb thing to care about. I just don't understand why you would still play the song. It's like, it's lived well beyond its mean. Like, it's way past its expiration date. You should just get rid of it, not play the song, and not have to complain about it on the internet, and then, my friend, you're feeding two birds with one scone. Did you? Uh, <laughs> that's bingo. He did it, ladies and gents. <laughs> 
He worked every single dumb fucking <laughs> colloquialism into this episode. Well, once you said you don't want anybody to say them, I this is actually have to say them. When you said earlier in the episode that this is exactly how it's going to play out, and within yeah. like a week you're going to be using these things unironically. Yeah, that's. That absolutely oh happened. My God. You, it's already been set in motion. It's like, it's like saying these shitty sayings and then seeing people's face while their insides die is delicious to me. I don't know what it is. Like maybe there's could like, be your sociopathic tendencies. Maybe. maybe also related. Like I'm in a bowling league, and you know what is my single favorite thing about bowling? So. When you're bowling in a league, there's, like, people all around you. So it's, like, each lane, there's, like, a group of four bowling. So, like, you'll be bowling and you'll look over at someone and they'll bowl. Explain to me more how bowling works, Dale. I've never been. Anyways, (laughs) as they're throwing the ball down, they've, like, bowled so much they can tell when it's going to be a good shot. And then they start to do, like, a little, like, celebration dance. And then something happens and it's not a good shot. And they just go... They just get sad and just crumple a bit. And that is my favorite thing in the world. Like watching people start to celebrate and then just be like, oh. There should actually be a new description for that like moment where you like it it isn't just like something bad happening. It's you like you believe something good is going to happen. Yeah. And then uh, your coach decides to try and throw the ball from the two yard line with like five seconds left in the Super Bowl, and your fucking team gets picked off and intercepted, and then your little heart breaks, and you never trust professional sports again. Yeah, that maybe we should just call it Seahawk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally Seahawked. God damn. Wait, maybe we could call it Pete Caroling. Mm, I like it. Yeah, especially I like it. around Christmas. I like it. So. What else we got on the old... Did I manage to derail that uh, shrunk dick frying pan adequately? No, I think uh, I think you did good. I mean, what, what else is left to say except keep shrinking your dicks because Dale and I's will look bigger comparatively. Yeah. Eat Teflon. The shaving trick's not working anymore. I need more help. Awkward silence. All like, right. Could, could do some sit-ups. What? <laughs> yeah, I could just go to the gym all the time and work out. Could lift. So what? What? What is this? Die Hard. Why is Die, die Hard? Hard is that because of the Eternal? Is a Christmas movie. Okay. Fuck. Who? Also, <laughs> it popped up on the internet again. Yeah. People get mad every year. We revisit this shit with like people not, not. It's, Thinking it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, or people being like, oh, it's like a basic white guy thing to say Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Well, this is a basic white guy podcast, so it is a Christmas so let's, movie. So let's lay out a framework here. So what makes something – you know what else is a Christmas movie? What? Gremlins. It is definitely a Christmas movie. Say, same, same thing as Die Hard. Takes place at Christmas. Very it's Christmas story. It doesn't Christmas- like focus on – Christmas plays heavily into the plot. Family and reuniting with your loved ones plays heavily in both of those. Like Die Hard, he like wants to be with his wife for Christmas, but she's at an office Christmas party, so he can't. You just said Christmas twice in the first sentence of the synopsis. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, exactly. Gremlins, he gets a Christmas present, 
shit happens. I don't want to spoil it because it's a great movie. <laughs> you should probably. If you haven't seen it, it's like a 40-year-old <laughs> movie by now. You should absolutely. It's actually, I don't want to accidentally say something wrong that happens in the movie because then nerd. That's one of those things like old fantasy sci-fi movies. Nerds will just like attack you relentlessly if you misrepresent he feeds, them. He feeds them. He feeds Gizmo after midnight. He feeds him fried chicken. Yeah. Wait, no. First, he spills water on him. Yeah. And that makes all the other little gizmos pop yeah. out of his back. And then they all eat Mob fried lies. chicken. Whoa! Yeah. Check out Mr. Remember stuff over here. Yeah. Uh, and then they all eat fried chicken and after midnight and turn into girls. Yeah. Except for Gizmo. Yeah, because he's a good guy. Yeah. And he doesn't break the rules. So once all the shit hits the fan, what's the guy trying to do? Reunite with his family for Christmas. Save Christmas for his girlfriend. Kill some green things. Which you don't... You want to say it's not a Christmas movie because it's kind of like a horror action movie. Oh, man. But even like... Yeah, like look at that. The big so picture... Little, little Santa hat. Yeah. Gizmo's wearing a Santa hat. Man, that guy was fucking Christmas cute. movie. Okay, what other... Uh, what other could you say non-traditional Christmas movies are there? Gremlins, Die Hard. Santa. No, Bad Santa is like very much. It's it's not traditional. Santa. Yeah, it, it's it's like Scrooged. Oh wait, that's the Christmas Carol retold with Bill Murray. I'm failing at this. Which other ones are? Maybe we just talk about Die Hard so much because it's pretty much the only ambiguously Christmas movie where you could be like, it could be an action movie, but it's a Christmas movie. Okay, well yeah, what's uh. Here we go. A list of movies. <laughs> Did you just like lose your train of thought seeing Trump in Home Alone 2? Yeah, I totally forgot that happened. Yeah. Uh, Gremlins Eyes Wide Shut. What? Is there? I can't remember that movie. I watched that movie and I don't remember anything about it. Apparently a Christmas movie. Maybe it was like, like an old school, like not like a microaggression trigger, but like a lone gunman trigger where like now I can't remember it but I've been programmed so if I try to watch it again I'll like go crazy uh Edward Scissorhands yeah definitely Batman Returns oh yeah because he's ruining Christmas and he has the presents yeah uh Just Friends definitely a Christmas movie oh yeah also fucking fat like only good rom-com in the world that is like just a hilarious a hilarious movie a fantastic movie yeah. uh LA Confidential I uh, don't think I've seen that. Lethal Weapon. Oh, man, I love Lethal Weapon. Why does everyone talk about Die Hard when Lethal Weapon's right there? Because everybody just wants to quietly ignore Mel Gibson because then they don't have to talk about racism. Oh, shit. Go. Remember that? Not really. Oh, yeah. Oh, the with Christmas the, Rave. Yeah. Yeah. And with Katie, Katie Holmes was in that. Yeah. And Josh uh, Duhamel. And uh, what's her name? What's that? Actress was very popular in the Sarah 90s. Pauly. And then, yes. Uh, yeah. And the banging, like, techno soundtrack. Yeah, that was a good soundtrack. Uh, You've Got Mail. Yeah. I don't, these I don't care about anything in black and white. Home Alone are 100% Christmas movies. Why is that yeah. even on this list? Yeah. Kiss, oh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Oh, also a great that movie. is a great movie. So what we're doing right now... Besides just arguing about movies that nobody's seen in 10 years and doing our usual pop culture movie throwback is we're giving you 
suggestions on Christmas movies to watch that aren't It's a Wonderful Life for the 1,000th times or Love Actually for the, like, 200th time or what other movies do people watch at Christmas? Uh, oh, uh... Home Alone 1 and 2, obviously. A Christmas Story is, like, a classic. Oh, that is, like, one of my one. favorites. Have you seen the sequel? Wait, I didn't even know there was a sequel. I can't remember what it's called, but there is a sequel to Christmas... With, like, the same... The one with, like, Ralphie that yeah. you shoot your eye out? It's got the kid in it. For real? Yeah. Damn. Gonna have to look that up. I think that, that should be our homework. Uh, oh, what else we got here? Uh... Krampus. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas movie or Halloween movie? It's a Christmas movie. Is it? It's all about... Is it? It's all about the Halloween demagogue realizing how much he loves Christmas, and then he gets all the feely feels, and so it makes him a good guy, bad guy, and he like... Yeah, whatever. Oh, uh, in, 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 in Bruges? In Bruges? 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 In Brugs? I don't know if anybody's actually seen that movie. Such a good fucking movie, though. It is a good movie. When he makes fun of the fat people who want to call the tower or climb up the tower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is my new, that's my new, uh, hill to die hard on. Oh, In, in Bruges is a, is a Christmas movie. Yeah. No. Die Hard? Definite Christmas movie. Gremlins, Christmas movie. All those other ones you said that I already forgot about, Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't particularly give a fuck. if You know what? If it's Christmas to you, if you had a family tradition where you watch uh, fucking... Debbie Does Dallas. Sure. I was going to think, yeah, something like a more contemporary porno, but that's, <laughs> that's fine too. If you watch that and that's a Christmas movie to you and your family and you all gather around the television set with your turkey dinners, you watch Debbie Does Dallas, that's a Christmas movie to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about you connecting with your family. Yeah, and you making your traditions. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you think other religions have arguments about, like, what's a Hanukkah movie and what's not? Or, like, other spiritual holidays? Isn't, uh... Eight Days of Christmas is a Hanukkah movie. That one that Seth Rogen just did? Oh, um... Last night, no, wait, uh, the night before. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely because it was the night before. Was it the night before Hanukkah or the night before Christmas? Hanukkah movies. A Crazy Nights with Adam Sandler. Yeah. The Hebrew Hammer. That's <laughs> fucking rad. Speaking of porns. Full Court Miracle. Here we go. Mystery to Ponder. What are Hanukkah movies? Uh, Twelve Dogs of Christmas. All right, you're getting into the obscure right now. Like, if it's hard enough to hold people through old movies, it's harder to hold them through obscure old movies. Mm, uh, yeah? Yeah? Mm, yeah? Okay. Mm, All right. Do you want to do the mailbag? It's weird, because considering Jews own Hollywood... Why aren't there more Hanukkah movies? I think the fact that there are any Hanukkah movies <laughs> means that they own Hollywood. <laughs> uh, mailbag sucked again this week. Uh, yeah. Let's see what we got. Let's see what the people said that pissed them off on the internet this week. 
What do you think about that song? It was pretty good. I think that could could be a jingle for this segment. Yeah. Dale DeRuiter, professional jingle writer. Uh, We already covered... Well, we covered... uh, Kalita said, people being uber sensitive about Christmas music. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Whitney Peterson said, Quebec, without context. Sure. Quebec always pisses me off. Always making me angry. Yeah. Uh, On Twitter... Oh, speaking of Christmas music, I came up with a sweet game you can play at work. This only works if you're at a place that has a radio. So you put on Christmas music and you start a pool on who goes nuts first and turns it off. Have you seen, uh, what is it? It's like the last Christmas, uh, Wham Again, it's called. There's like, you know, Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, yeah. So the the goal is to make it through the holiday season without, not without hearing the song, but without recognizing it. So if yeah. you like, if you just hear the song and you just like, it's in the background, you don't even notice, you can keep going. Mm-hmm. But once you hear the song and recognize it as Wham's Last Christmas, yeah. you're, you're out and you have to like post on social media that you're out and then there's like eventually a winner. And what about a cover? Sucked off in a bathroom by George Michael. Uh, no, I think covers are okay. It has to be Whams. Okay, because I've definitely heard two covers of that song already. Carly Rae Jepsen's? Maybe. Oh, yeah, baby. It's bringing the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just love Carly Rae Jepsen. How can you not? She is like Out of the best pop singer of our lifetime. Easily. Don't look at me like that. Yeah, she's a pop singer, and I'd say Miley Ray Cyrus is a no, singer. No, no, Miley Ray Jepsen no, might have better no. songs, but singing talent, Miley Ray Cyrus no, is a fuck out of here. Wicked ass singer. Talent does also. You know what song I really, unironically love? What? What that fucking Panic at the Disco song? The one they like. Yeah, you used to love that Panic exactly at the Disco. That sounds exactly like a Fallout Boy song. When but it's Panic at the when Disco. When Panic at the Disco first came out, like ten years ago, you were like, "I love this band, Panic at the Disco." Yeah, and then they, you know, they got a little weird and shitty. Yeah, yeah, got. But they're, they're they're back at it, baby. And their new song sucks. Okay, well, it sucks hard. It's so catchy. Yeah. Plus, Noel really likes it, so I can listen to it like 20 times See, in a row. See, the he best thing about mad. having a kid is you can love the shittiest shit. And then just pawn it off on that. Yeah, and be like, oh, no, yeah, he's the one who's watching old cartoons from my childhood. Yeah, it's I him. I don't like that stuff. He's the one who's watching the reboot of She-Ra. I've been watching the reboot of She-Ra. Have you? And... Okay. Is she she as unsexy as they say? She is very unsexy, which is okay by me because that cartoon is not supposed to be sexy. Just hear me out. Watch the She-Ra reboot, but just watch episode five because episode five is – it's like the show's all right. And then it hits episode five and it's fucking hilarious. And then it goes back to being all right. It's like – they just had one hilarious episode? Well, they had, like, each episode was a bit funny, and then episode five is, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine funny. Wow. It's like, there's a, they have a guy in their, in their, like, little group of friends or whatever, and he is, like, Peralta. Like, he has, like, the same excitement when he meets, like, a buccaneer pirate guy, and he, like, says, like, the same, cat. like, he doesn't say the same lines, but he's, like excited about what the guy does in the same way that Peralta does. And 
So yeah, just watch episode five. Sandra. You will not be disappointed. Sandra O oh does a voice on this show. Who's Sandra O? Oh? What? She was uh, what's her name in Grey's? Uh... You know. <laughs> Look at your face. I just you just wanted me to say it. Yeah, I just wanted you to tell everybody that you watch Grey's and I've seen an episode or two. It's a cultural phenomenon. You can't avoid it. That's Fuck off, Daily. A good point. Uh, who does she? Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. Hey, we're at the end of our episode. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, as always, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. That would be uh, six R's. And I am your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. And I think I'm actually getting followers from this. So what the fuck? I'm not getting... If you're following me on this and you're not like one of those sex robots, I apologize in advance. Some of my tweets are randomly about stuff nobody cares about. My Twitter handle is (laughs) H-U-R-R-R-D-U-R-R-R. I would tell you my (laughs) H-U... I don't have to tell you mine again because I'm already so popular and everybody follows me, so nobody needs to hear it again. This boy, I never for a second thought you would be the guy gaining followers from this. Yeah, but you already have like three times as many This is true. <laughs> uh, you can follow our collective Twitter account that we never tweet from, but maybe we'll start doing that in the new yeah, year. I like, I like how we're like, oh, we should do something that makes our podcast popular. Like, I don't know, use the Twitter account. <laughs> you like literally up. do anything that we set up for. Uh, Twitter account is at OutrageFactPod. Feel free to tweet the things that make you angry there. Uh, we love getting hot news tips. You can deliver those to us on Twitter or via Facebook. Post them to the uh, the page for uh, Outrage Fact Pod, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, if you like us, uh, please what rate, review, uh, or subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. If you really like us, feel free to donate us money. On Patreon. Uh, on Patreon. If you really, really like us, let's make out. In per no. In person? <laughs> Over yeah. the internet. Yeah. I will lick my webcam. We will do MIRC chat makeouts. Oh, that was a real thing. That's how I lost my virginity. The, the girl off MIRC. Oh, it's gonna be like, I don't know if that actually counts as losing your virginity if you jerked it to a web chat, but <laughs> Can you? How lucky <laughs> That's do still kids, the only sex I've ever had. How lucky are kids nowadays that they don't have to jerk it to web chats? They're a little too lucky because they're boning at 11. That's true. There's a happy medium in there somewhere. And they've passed it. They passed the sexual saturation point. Happy medium. We're all going to become a like civilization of Puritan, like repressed sexual Puritans. Because yeah. kids these days are super slutty. Oh, my God. They're going to colonize Mars, and it's going to be, like, Puritans that go there (laughs) because they're like, Earth is way too open. We're going there, and we're wearing belt buckles, and nobody's doing anything. It worked for America. Yeah. And then if anybody had sex, they were a witch, and they killed them. Yeah. Also worked for America. Look how far they've come. They have all the sex now. They were on the East Coast, and they wore shorts in the fall. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to go ruminate on that for a bit. So uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next week, stay angry.